the Word of God through the Holy Spirit is our guide, our instructor, our teacher, our advocate, our paraclete. He is here with us. And, and we leave him often in the corner. Mm. We don't acknowledge him. We don't hear much about him. Jesus is not here. He's at the right hand. But the Holy Spirit, our teacher, and the more we engage with him, the closer we grow to him. Jane Morris is an author. He is semi-retired after spending 35 years as a vice president, director, manager, and coach of Yale New Haven Health, Trinity Health, and Merck and Company, Ernst & Young, Computer Science Corporation, CSC, and Allstate Insurance Company. Wow, Jay. <laughs> He had the privilege of serving as board chair and deacon in multicultural spirit-filled churches across the country for over 25 years. He has a PhD in adult learning and MA in organizational design, both from Loyola University, Chicago, and JD from Woodrow Wilson College of Law and a BA in sociology from North Carolina Central University. Okay, folks, you want to listen to a mentor um, like this. Jay is the author of Masterpiece, Our Journey to Spiritual Transformation. Jay and his wife, Maria, have been married for 46 years. Yes, people, 46 years with an adult son, Zachary, who is a lawyer and a daughter, Marissa, who is a communications manager. He was the only child of two of the most loving yet dysfunctional parents you would ever meet. He loves reading the Bible cover to cover as a hobby, and he loves people. Jay Morris is a lifelong learner. Jay, that is a beautiful bio. It's It sounds like you have lived a life where growth reflection has been your go-to space. It sounds like you're a thinker. Are you an Aquarian, by the way? February 6th. I'm February 7th. So there we go. There we no, go. Uh, I, I knew you were good people. I just didn't know what it was. Yes. I, it, now it makes sense. <laughs> so we're, you know, we're in the same zone, right? We're thinkers. We are articulators. We are writers. We are problem solvers. Uh, we are world changers. <laughs> that is the Aquarian uh, spirit. And so talk to us about what it is as you write your book masterpiece and as you envision the masterpiece in every human being on the planet, how do we go from the dark places and the struggles in life to the masterpiece? How do we become the masterpiece? What is it that the action piece, the doing piece that each of us must now invest in, in order to go from that curled up fearful place, the dark places in the survival paradigm to then the enlightened space of spiritual maturity where all the fruit of the spirits can bloom. Can I read you a quick excerpt from my book? Of course. Saturday afternoon in August 26, 1972, in Durham, North Carolina, was a scorching muggy 87 degrees in the shade. It was a great day to be inside, relaxing in front of an air-conditioner breeze, listening to silky jazz with friends I hadn't seen over the summer. I was perched in a tan wicker chair, staring out of the picture window of 410 Pilot Street Department A7, mindlessly playing with my nickel-plated 25 caliber pistol while drinking wine, smoking weed. 
It was a gun Cousin Bucky had given to me before I left Allentown, Pennsylvania, as I was preparing to head back to North Carolina Central University for my sophomore year. Hmm. As I look back over my childhood, I can clearly see that the Holy Spirit had been right by my side, although I didn't know it then, just as he was in apartment A7 on an unforgettable Saturday afternoon in 1972. Hmm. It was two months before one of my closest friends, Dennis Blanks, had been killed the week before he was to start his dream job hmm. as a Pennsylvania State Police Officer. He had been elated after finally passing the entrance exam. I sat alone in the dark sanctuary of St. James AME Zion Church on the night before his funeral, questioning God through my tears and agony, why he had taken my dear friend, the big brother I never had. My heart was crushed. Dennis had the most giving heart. Joy flowed from his soul. And I later realized he glimpsed heaven the weekend before his death. When on two separate occasions, he said goodbye to his fiance, Alice, and then me. Dennis had often joked that he wanted his boys to celebrate his death. By partying as though there would be no tomorrow. However, I certainly didn't feel like partying the Saturday morning of his funeral, even though I know Dennis was rejoicing in heaven. Classes had not started, and people were streaming in and out of the apartment throughout the day. Distracted, I didn't realize that little Nisi, the girlfriend of one of my roommates, was walking toward me. With a gun pointed directly at her head, I unconsciously pulled the trigger, and I froze as dark terror choked my breath. I was in such a rush to leave Allentown that I had totally forgotten to see and check that the gun was loaded. Wow. And so as we talk about becoming God's masterpiece, what I realized through this book is that even before I was born, the Holy Spirit hovered over my life. Yeah. And, and so it was important for me, and, and, and I've learned through reflection, and I've looked back over my life to see all of the instances where God was present. Mm. So one of the things in terms of becoming spiritually mature, we have to take his word. The word nourishes our spirit. And, 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 and in John 4, 23, 24, it says, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit. Yeah. God is spirit in truth. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit. And in truth. And so one of the goals we have is to become spiritual. The word of God through the Holy Spirit is our guide, our structure, our teacher, our advocate, our paraclete. He is here with us. And and we leave him often in the corner. Mm. We don't acknowledge him. We don't hear much about him. Jesus is not here. He's at the right hand. But the Holy Spirit, our teacher, and the more we engage with that, with him, the closer we grow to him. And so it's incumbent upon us that we read the word, discipline ourselves, and we listen and wait upon the spirit of God. You know, one of the things that I like to say is we are the word, you know? Um, And if we do read the Bible in the right way, and if we are able to unite with the Holy Spirit in the ways that we should, then the life that we live becomes the living word that then speaks to so many other people. So you came to the realization as you revisited all those moments in your life that the Holy Spirit has always been with us. So is the Holy Spirit with everyone? The the Holy Spirit, I believe the presence of the Holy Spirit rests, this is not scriptural, rests with each of us from the moment that we're born. Is when we accept Christ, the seed of the Spirit is planted. At that moment, the question is, we talked about the farmer. Does the seed grow? And 
does it grow towards darkness or towards light? Oh, you think it can grow towards darkness? Well, think about it. Is if those who are wicked and evil, yeah. those people who demonstrate, uh, and, and, and when you think about the fruit of the flesh, yes. in Galatians, it talks about those things that, that are of the flesh. Yes. So people can become wicked and evil. And and so, yes, I think there there are those who grow in darkness. And at the seat of judgment, God's going to make a determination. Do you walk, do you go into the kingdom or do you go into other darkness? Mm-hmm. Our spirits grow. The question is they grow to fear or they grow to faith. Fear is darkness. Faith is light. And so, yes, our spirits grow. 